Welcome to the Modern Creative Podcast. We're all about connecting with other creative entrepreneurs and having real conversations about life, business, and everything in between. Join us as we converse with small business owners and learn their best tips and tricks on how they got to where they are today. We're here to tell you it's absolutely possible to be successful as a modern creative, and we want to help you to go after your own creative dreams. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Modern Creative Podcast. We're so thankful that each of you are tuning in each week, and we've been loving seeing your screenshots. It seriously makes our day. If you're listening today, we'd love it if you could share it on your Instagram stories and tag us at the Modern Creative Podcast. And if you haven't yet, make sure you subscribe so you get all of our episodes each week and leave us a quick review. It seriously helps us so much when you leave us a review and lets us know that you're enjoying the content we put out there. It also helps us to get amazing people on the show, so make sure you take five seconds out of your day to do that. Today, we're super excited to talk about something that we've never talked about, and honestly, it's a topic that I know nothing about. It's all about writing a book. We're going to have a guest who is a first-time author, and she talks about watercolor, painting, and things like that, so I'll let Joyce introduce her okay so like diana i also don't know anything about writing a book so it's great today that we have jess park with us so jess is a calligrapher and a watercolor artist and she also recently released a book about watercolor lettering so like diana said we're really excited because we want to know a lot about the process of publishing a book and just to know a little bit more what goes on with promotions and if you're curious about that that's why we have Jess on so Jess welcome to the episode to the show if you want to say hi to our listeners thank you for having me yay we're so excited I feel like I've talked to you so much on Instagram but this is our first time actually talking and isn't that funny how we all like (laughs) talk to each other and we kind of like know each other's lives but we never really (laughs) talk like on the phone or meet in person so funny Yeah, so we're super excited to actually chat with you today and hear your voice. Well, I'm excited to be here. (laughs) Jess, so your book just came out and we just want to know, like, were you always interested in being an author or like, do you have some kind of writing English background? How did that come to be? Well, that's kind of funny because I never really thought about it until you asked. I'm actually, I was an English major. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I um, completely changed careers. I started out as an English major and a teacher. And then I'm now an optometrist. So it's just kind of like, I'm all over the place. And my goodness, yeah, (laughs) you are so cool. (laughs) So and then at at one point, I kind of I guess, um, you know, I got into the watercolor and lettering world. And I started writing a guide and it was on and off for about like, maybe a over a year and I just you know I had the outline and I had some of it written but nothing like fully set you know nothing fully written and then um, I got an email one day that was like hey we're looking for someone to write this book are you interested and that's you manifested it (laughs) and that's kind of how it all started Awesome. Yeah, I had no idea you had an English background, but it's kind of like you were prepping for it in a way, right? You just didn't know. So you didn't like go out there and try to promote your book or try to get a publisher like a publisher came to you. Yeah, I think I was really lucky. And I don't think this is like a traditional way at all. Um, I actually do have a cousin who is an author. And before this publisher even approached me, we had a long conversation about like the process of how to write a book and how I would, you know, (laughs) present it to publishers or how I would self-publish. And so I had no idea what was in store for me. So it was just kind of 
really exciting and I feel like I was just very lucky. What has the process been from the time that your publisher reached out to you to now, you know, releasing your book in September of 2018? So when they first approached me, she said they were looking for someone to write a watercolor lettering book. So it was just based, um, they just wanted the lettering portion, you know, lettering with watercolor and water, water brushes. And um, I told her, you know, hey, I have a book that's partially written and it's actually the first portion of it is all about watercolor. The second portion of it is all about lettering. And then the last portion of it is putting it all together. And how would you feel about that type of book instead? And so they were really excited and um, they sent me over, you know, well, first they sent me over a timeline and they were saying, you know, we need this book written by, you know, I want to say it was March and when they emailed me it, it was like late November oh wow yeah and it's so pretty quick right it is and so I was like I don't know if I can do this but who's gonna turn down you know a book deal Definitely. no I wouldn't <laughs> yeah so of course I said yes I, I'm gonna do it and um, I just started writing very very furiously and so we ended up with their goal was about 40,000 words and I wrote over 40,000 and it's been cut way down since, you know, from the first editing process to the last editing process. So um, it's been really cut down, um, but it's still filled with tons of material and I'm really excited about how it turned out. That's awesome. Okay, this is a tangent, guys. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Jess, this is what no. I do. I drag Diana <laughs> into tangents. Um, have you guys heard of or seen the show Younger with like Hilary Duff? It's about book publishing. I have not. I it's, some, <laughs> it's something I binge watched anyway. So, but basically it's like this woman in her 40s wants to get back into work after taking time off. She has to lie about her age. But the point of the book is like publishing. Mm -hmm. So they have this like close relate, they're editors and they have like this close relationship with their um, writers. Is mm -hmm. like, so is that how it worked? Like, did you have like a one, like a one editor to one writer type of thing where they looked at your work and you, there was like a back and forth revision? So it kind of was a full, uh, I mean, in the beginning, I just had one editor. So the person that I talked to, the acquisitions editor, is the one who approached me and the one who, you know, I pitched my idea to, and then she took it to the rest of the, the editors at the company or at the, at the publisher. And then um, throughout the whole process, you know, it was just with her and she was great. She knew I was a first time a first-time author so she really answered all my questions and I you know there was a lot of things where I felt like um, well can I do this or can I do that because I wasn't sure and she was like yeah you know you can definitely do that or no but let me tell you why or let me tell you how we can do it instead and so I mainly worked with her up until the book was fully written and I submitted it and then after that it was sent to an uh, a different editor who goes through the book and looks you know she was really great she looked through not only does she edit you know your grammar and whatnot but she really looks through and makes sure that you know you for example I wrote one of the um, one of the supplies that I used was Ecoline and in part of my book I would write the color the name of the color and then the other part of the book I was using the number of the color and so she's like hey you know why don't we somehow make it so it matches throughout the book so even little details like that, they were mm -hmm. so great with, and they were able to catch all of my little discrepancies and whatnot. You know, there was there were quite a few people that I worked with. I want to say at least like four or five that I 
personally worked with. And then behind the scenes, obviously, there were others like the designer and then the person who did the layout and whatnot. Okay, yeah, I actually wanted to ask you about that part. I was like, I know that you wrote the actual book and had Mm -hmm. people editing it. But yeah, what were some of the other people and roles that were involved in your book that you kind of outsourced? Um, So they basically did everything for me in terms of the layout of the book. So what I did was basically I wrote a full document on Word um, with all the words in it. And then when I had a photo to insert, then I would insert like a note and say, here's where I want photo, you know, chapter one, a whatever, whatever. And so I would have a, I would label each photo with where I would want it and then put that label in the word document, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I, when I submitted it, they looked over it and they were say they, um, you know, checked to see if they agreed where that photo went. And then the layout person, would go in and make it look nice, I guess, on the paper. Um, Because I've never worked with InDesign. I've never worked with any type of layout type of program. So it was really nice that they had someone who did that in-house. Definitely. What about like photography? So uh, the photography, it was all done by me. Um, Wow. Yeah. (laughs) I started out using my DSLR and then I realized I couldn't hold my DSLR and position it in the place that I wanted it with my left hand while I was writing or painting <laughs> with my right hand. So I actually ended up shooting the whole thing on my iPhone and then what? editing it. Yeah. And then I edited it all on um, Lightroom. So I think that they came out really great. The colors were nice. I mean, the publisher actually had like a thing within my contract that said if they rejected the photos and then I would have to pay for a photographer or go back and redo them. So I was really nervous, but they said they, that it looked great. So I didn't have to do any of that. My do mouth they know that you dropped. shot it? I know. Do they know you used your iPhone? Um, I They never asked. So it wasn't any information <laughs> that I offered. Well, if they're listening, they do now. <laughs> like, good, good job, Apple. I know. Wait, I just love that so much because that's like a real life, like just being crafty moment. That's, well, that's no, awesome. also like people think you need to have, you know, all of these systems and this camera and this video to like start a YouTube, do a course, like shoot photos. And it's right. like, no, man, you have a camera already in your pocket. Totally. Yeah, definitely. And it can and be published into a book. You know, the, the funny thing is that the desk I was using or desk I'm using now, I've had this desk since I was in college, which was many, many years ago. <laughs> and it is just beaten down. I mean, you, it looks like it's seen better days. So I knew I couldn't have that in the, the book. So I actually went out and looked for um, like photography, vinyl, like peop- what they use for like layouts and like shoots and whatnot. So I bought these vinyls that look like desks and um, I used it like there was one that looked like a subway tile. There was one that looked like marble. There's another one that looked like, you know, like a weathered wood. So um, that's what I use. And I think that you just have to be like, you just have to make it work. Yeah, make it work. Exactly. It's funny because you were not only the author, but you're like the art director and like <laughs> you kind of thought about how it would look. So it feels, I'm excited to see the book. I haven't seen it yet, but it feels like I'm going to get to know you <laughs> as a person as well as like learn, you know, the craft that you're teaching, but also just like your style and your voice and stuff. So I'm super excited. Oh, thank you. You know, I, it's really funny that you mentioned that because when I wrote the first draft of the book, 
well, first I had to submit like a certain number of words. They wanted to make sure I was actually a writer, like I could write. So was, I submitted. Like they just wanted to make sure you were actually <laughs> capable. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so they looked at it and they were like, um, do you think you could insert a little bit more of your personality and yourself into the writing? Because it was very like, you need this and you have to have this and step one, step two, you know, and I, it felt very stiff and it didn't really have my voice and my personality. And I think a lot of it was just nerves and thinking like, oh, I need to make this perfect. And, you know, and it ended up that's not really what they wanted. And so I kind of mm-hmm. st- took a step back and started inserting some of my own stories into, you know, these um, tutorials. So, for example, there was a portion where... Um, we were, I was teaching about peonies and then I talked about how they were in my wedding and the peonies were like a wedding bouquet. And, and I don't know, I I think they really, they enjoyed that because they said, you know, people would kind of gravitate towards that and, Mm -hmm. and um, kind of get to know who I was as well. So I think that was a really hard part for me because I think I tend to be more of like a very formal person when it comes to serious things like this so it was really hard for me to kind of let that go and let my personality shine through so um but I'm glad I did (laughs) yeah definitely it's funny as you're mentioning that I'm thinking about do you do you guys know uh, Nicole Miyuki yes Yes. she has a new book written I mean I don't know her personally or anything but I did see that she has a book out yeah and so something that I remembered from her book actually she like talks about I think like a relationship that she got out of and somehow she tied it into one of the projects that she was teaching. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was so like memorable, you know, and I was like, wow, yeah. like, I love that you can introduce something that's personal into something that you're teaching. Mm-hmm. And that like, for me, I would love to read about like, what, you know, what flowers to use for your wedding day like that's really interesting (laughs) well it creates a connection right and we kind of talked about this too in a previous episode where we spoke about email and like email copy like interjecting more personality into the things that you're Mm -hmm. sharing because it makes people like and know you and trust you more yeah definitely and i actually there there's like little things within the book that um people won't really know unless they know me where you know i put in for example, if there was like a place card, then it was a name of like my niece or the different styles of lettering I, I named that. after my daughter and then after mm-hmm. my husband. And um, so I try to kind of just really put myself into the book mm-hmm. where people who don't know me can get to know me and people who do know me can really see myself. They can see, you know, my life in the book. I just want to say like how much I love this just because so I have a Facebook group for um, those that are just starting their creative businesses and mm-hmm. a lot of the feedback um, from some members has been like they they're just kind of scared to put themselves out there right mm-hmm. um, to, to show their personality versus like right. what their lettering is or what their mm-hmm. art is and I love that you did that with this new venture that you're going into because like if you guys don't know like Jess has a massive Instagram following like people love her work she you know she's an instructor but like doing a book is new to her and she still had those feelings of like oh gosh how much do I share but she pushed through and she shared and she connects with her audience even more so through this book and so I think my point is just it's really important to share about yourself so that um, you can really connect with your audience and it doesn't matter like where in your business like at what stage in your business you're at how long you've been in business it's still important to connect with people 
I definitely agree with that. I mean, with my Instagram, that's kind of my pro- that was my primary thing. I just started it just for fun, and I never really thought of it as becoming a business. But when I started getting approached by different, you know, like larger companies, uh, one of the things that they mentioned was um, they just really liked my personality, that um, the things that I shared, and a lot of messages that I get will be like, "Hey, you know, I'm a mom too, and it really inspires me that you're." that you're able to do this and it feels like I can do this too. And so I think it really, it's nice. It's really nice to connect with people in that way and realize that we have so many different things in common. And I think that's really what draws in um, some of the followers is not necessarily like, you know, what your art looks like, but kind of who you are as a person. Totally. They see a little bit of themselves in you and your work and that forms that connection, which is so important. Yes, definitely. I love it. I also wanted to ask you about the promotion aspect. Now that your book is published and it's all out there, what are some of the ways that you've been sharing with your audience? Um, Or do you like talk to influencers or do you have, you know, what are some of the ways that you have been promoting your book? Well, I do have to say that is a very like, (laughs) it's always been a really awkward thing for me to kind of talk about myself and promote myself and so it feels really alien to me and I haven't done as much as I think I should have been doing. Um, so I, t- I mentioned kind of that my cousin is a author and so he kind of sent me like a, a breakdown of what I should be doing, like a timeline of what I should be doing to promote my book and I just, I don't know, there's something about me that I felt like I, I didn't want to inundate my feed or my stories on Instagram with you know, hey, buy this, buy this, buy this. Um, So I've done my stories and I, but I I should be doing more. I mean, my book is, is as of this recording coming out in, in about a, uh, about a little bit over a week and I should be promoting it like almost every day, but I I just can't, I can't bring myself to do it and (laughs) (laughs) which is a little weird. So, I mean, the thing is that I've got great friends like um, who do, who have been doing that without me even asking Um, but from the publisher side of things, they've asked me to contact people and, um, send them copies of the book and so that, you know, they'll, they can review it and promote it. And so I've been doing some of that. Um, I have been calling some of, and visiting some of my local bookstores because I would really, um, like to see it local, you know, where I Mm -hmm. live. And so I've got in touch with them, but other than that, I mean, I really haven't been doing too much. Mm-hmm. I think that's this is really helpful for people who maybe think of don't know you personally Jess and they're like wow like this girl like has a killer Instagram feed and she's written a book and she's just killing it and then of course you are all of those things but then to hear you say like you know I'm figuring this out and it is uncomfortable right. for me to promote mm-hmm. myself all the time because I think people forget that people who are quote unquote, their idea of success being human and Mm -hmm. having, you know, those insecurities or honest feelings like human emotions. So this is, I think, really, really awesome. Um, So actually, are you doing so it does sound like you are doing most of the footwork with promoting your book. Um, Is your publisher like helping at all? Or are you kind of doing everything? So my publisher actually does have a um, like a PR person who I've been working with. and I'm not quite, we haven't talked too much, so I'm not quite sure exactly what she does behind the scenes. And um, I'm assuming that, this is all assumption, I'm assuming she's in contact with bloggers and other um, like 
people who write about the subject, I guess, um, and putting the book out there. But other than that, we haven't really chatted too much. The publisher that I am with is a smaller publisher. And so they don't do the like book tours and they're not really that heavy on the PR aspect of it. I mean, they promote it um, on their site and whatnot, but I, I would have to say I'm not quite sure um, mm-hmm. what else they do. And I'm sure they do a lot, you know, but I just, I don't know what it is. <laughs> gotcha. I know I was like, book tour, book tour. (laughs) And that would actually be really awkward and uncomfortable for me to do a book tour. (laughs) No book tour. No book tour. (laughs) And I think that's just my personality. So in some ways I'm, you know, I was a little bit like, oh, well, maybe it would have been, it would have been better if there was a book tour. But there's also this large part of me that's like, what if there's a book tour and there's nobody there? You know, like there's this insecure side of me that's relieved that there is not. (laughs) Yeah. Are are you going to do some kind of launch, Jess? Like launch party? Like you need to celebrate this. (laughs) I want you to celebrate this. This is huge. Huge. And I hope you're going to like do that. Well, actually, um, my family surprised me last night. Um, I came home from work. So I don't know if you know, I, on Wednesdays, (laughs) I'm an optometrist. So (laughs) I come home on Wednesdays. (laughs) Where, and Some people my, wear pink on Wednesdays and yeah. Jess is an optometrist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. I check eyes on Wednesdays. <laughs> this is a quotable moment. <laughs> so um, I come home and my husband's like, oh, you know, your sister invited us to dinner. So I'm like, okay, cool. Because, you know, we go there pretty often. But um, so I walk in the door and the kids made this really cute banner. And I was really impressed. Like oh. I was trying to figure out like, wait, how did you do this? Because I don't even know how to write like this. <laughs> Can I put this in the next book if there is one? No. Oh um, they were, made a banner and my sister baked a cake and we had a big dinner. And so it was really nice just to celebrate with family. And I think I prefer it that way. I'm As I get older, I think I've become more of an introvert. And so um, mm-hmm. it was comfortable and nice to just you know celebrate with the people that I care the most about. Well, I love that. I love that you <laughs> celebrated in how you wanted to celebrate. Yeah, <laughs> that's a real one right there. Yeah, I can't imagine like going on a book tour when you know, because it already seems like you have so much going on. Like, I mean, I'm not saying that someone who is a mom can't do a book tour, but Mm -hmm. I feel like that would be not as easy as maybe it might seem to other people. Mm -hmm. So I think I love how you just did it, how you wanted it to do it, you know, so that's great. And I agree with you. I think it's definitely doable and some people are fine and, and can, you know, are great with it. I actually, I don't know if you guys know Laura is, um, she and I went to elementary school together and, um, she's the one. I just saw her a few days ago. So So she, yeah. For those of you who don't know, she is the one who has her, uh, you know, who has her baby Joey, who's taking a nap and then she dresses her in different costumes and whatnot. But, um, she, you know, I think it was really inspiring for me to see her because she wrote a book and she toured or she did for a little bit and she mm-hmm. and she takes her daughter with her everywhere, you know, and mm-hmm. and I think that's amazing. And I think that takes a lot of strength and patience. And so, I mean, if that's something definite that you want to do, then definitely go for it. It's doable. So I also want to talk about teaching. So mm-hmm. all three of us, me, Diana, Joyce and you, Jess, mm-hmm. we all teach in person and online mm-hmm. um so how is teaching what you know in a book different from teaching online let's just say in writing the book I felt like I could really take the time to um edit what I wanted to say 
I'm not really the type of person who could just, I mean, I try to think on my feet really quick, but I like to have the time to go over something a few times. So Mm -hmm. for example, when I'm writing a like a step-by-step tutorial that I did in the book, then I would be thinking, oh, I should include this. And then a few days later, I'm like, oh, I should include this, you know? And so in that way, I think it was nice that I was able to really include everything I wanted to say. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas when I'm teaching a workshop, sometimes at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I should have included that, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, But yeah, but the great thing about being in a workshop is you get immediate feedback. So I can ask my students, well, because I think, oh, they might have a hard time with this, but for them, that that's not what they have a hard time with, you know? Totally. So I can personalize it towards the, the people that I'm actually teaching. So I think they both have their, their pros, um, mm-hmm. and they're, it's completely different. Yeah. Outside of your book, I wanted to ask you, um, do you do, like, commissions, or what is kind of, like, your business outside of the book? Um, so I was when you know when I first started I was taking commissions and I was taking commissions from everybody and it didn't matter if it was a large you know larger company or if it was just you know a friend or a neighbor and I would just say yes yes to everyone and um, that's kind of how I started and then I realized I was like hating life yeah (laughs) you know I was it's hard it is my stuff is hard and I was you know I was very I'm a people pleaser. So when people would say, oh, can you change this a little? And the whole thing's done, you know, then I'd be like, sure. You know what I mean? And yeah. and I was charging so little. I, f- I feel like I was charging like $12. For oh like, my gosh. Yeah. I thought you were going to say 20 but yes. 12 is even. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, I was just, I don't know what I was doing, you know? Yeah. And that's kind of how I started. And then, you know, slowly I started realizing that uh, my work was taking much longer mm-hmm. than you know, what I was being paid for. And so I started saying no, you know, and I started saying, well, you know, I'd be happy to do that revision for you, but let me let you, you know, but I would charge you X amount more, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I still just really hated it. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of took a break from that for a long time. And now I'm very selective with um, who I do commissions for. And so I prefer to work with larger companies, usually only because they have a sense of what they're looking for, Mm -hmm. or they'll just be like anything you want as long as you're using the product. And so that kind of gives me more freedom. Um, And it was, so that's kind of what I do now. Right now, I'm just mostly working with companies and um, promoting their products or um, creating something with the product. Um, But... I've taken a step back from doing kind of the thing, individual portraits or um, artwork for personal homes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think that's kind okay. Of unfortunate because I do like the idea of people, you know, having my artwork in their home, but I, I just got so burnt out. Mm-hmm. But the realization that, you know, you didn't have to say yes to everything anymore mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like really focusing on what you wanted to do like that part is okay like maybe the one-on-one like in-home uh, commissions just isn't gonna fit right now mm-hmm. and like again like that's okay I don't want I like for creatives that are taking one-on-one clients or whatnot and they're just like it's so much work right and they're not Definitely. feeling good about it anymore because mm-hmm. it takes so many hours or takes so much work for little pay like if it doesn't feel good it's yeah. your business like you can pivot or you can mm-hmm. step back so I'm glad Definitely. that you shared that story yeah 
the reason I asked that question was also because I wanted to ask you, I know with Instagram and just a lot of different like art businesses popping up, um, I know sometimes people <clears throat> get nervous about sharing or teaching what they know because it could somehow like hurt their business or t it's like more competition or whatever. What are your thoughts about that as you are kind of pouring your heart out and your know-how into the book? Like, did you ever feel scared about other artists learning your secrets and things like that? Um, you know, I feel like the book is more of like a tool. It's to kind of teach you how to start with the supplies and then what you create from there, that's all your own doing, you know. Um, I'm just teaching the techniques. I'm teaching you how to do it. And then beyond that, I think people usually come up with things that are, I mean, from what I've seen, um, that are so different from what I would even imagine. And I think that's beautiful that mm -hmm. um, you can take the same instrument and create something so different. So actually, you know, when I first told my mom I was, I was teaching these workshops, she was concerned, like, well, then everybody's going to know how to do it. So why are you teaching everyone, you know? Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, everybody creates their own thing. And everyone, I mean, what you make with your two hands, that's, that's you. That's, you know, you put your heart into that. Now, mm -hmm. I think there definitely is a line. You know, if someone yeah. just um, opened my work or your work or anybody and copied it exactly, and then said, hey, this is mine. I mean, that's completely different. Mm -hmm. um, and I understand there's definitely businesses who have proprietary information. For example, um, I know some some don't like to share uh, what exact instrument they use to do X, Y, and Z because that's very specific to what they do. Mm -hmm. And so that I understand. And um, I don't, I, I understand and I respect people who feel like they don't want to share everything. But when it comes to things like what pen are you using? Or, you know, how did you get that wash to look like that? Or how do you paint, you know, a strawberry or, you know, X, whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't think that that's something that I need to hold a secret. Yeah. I, I definitely don't have a problem with sharing anything like that. Yeah. So it still sounds like you are in charge of what you're sharing and you take ownership of that, which is so nice because I think right now like people are getting, I don't know, a little bit too comfortable with relying on, you know, people they find online for the resources. And it's like, I think, totally. wow, that is awesome. Mm -hmm. And and I guess, you know, with this book, it's like, well, they're still buying this book from you. So there's mm -hmm. still some sort of ex exchange and currency, right? Yeah. So I think that's good. But um, I'm, I really appreciate you saying that because I do agree that there is a line of certain things you are happy to share and most mm -hmm. creatives that I know they love sharing these right. things but I don't think that you should have to share everything you, you should still be able to control what you're mm -hmm. sharing exactly. definitely but what I do want to say that when I wrote this book I actually when it was in its full 44,000 whatever words I did not hold back I mean I really was like what else do I know what else do I know and I mean it was very wordy. I, mean, I went into the details of the paper and, um, you know, every detail I could think about of the paper and of paintbrushes and, and everything. I literally just put everything I know on the about the subject into the book. And, um, and even in the lettering part, it was mostly supposed to be about watercolor. But I was like, you know, you 
I, I can't just write about watercolor lettering. So I wrote everything and it turned into a book that was a little too long. So they did cut <laughs> a lot of it out. Um, and it was very wordy with not, a, not very many pictures. And I wanted it to be an encyclopedia. I really wanted some people to feel like, well, what's this? You know, I want to know about this subject and then just be able to open the book and look it up and find it in there. And that's really what I wanted. Um, Love that. But it, I mean, it didn't turn out that way. It did. I mean, and I think in, in the end, I'm pleased with how it came out just because it's more appealing to the eye, there's more pictures, and that's, I think, what people gravitate towards and have an easier time learning with is when there's photos that they can actually look at and not necessarily just bulks and bulks of text, which well, was what it was. You'll have book two. Book two can be the encyclopedia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Jess, are there any tips that you have for our listeners who are either just starting watercolor or lettering or maybe tips for our listeners who have thought about writing a book themselves? Mm-hmm. So I, you know, a lot of people ask me this and I have a really hard time answering because it's such a broad, you know, question. Um, But what I could definitely say is just put yourself out there and just start, you know, there's, I think that's the hardest part is people feel afraid of, you know, well, I'm not that good at drawing or I've never been artistic or I've never, you know, I don't know how to do it. Just start, you know, we all have to start somewhere. You can scroll back to 2016 when I first started this and see um, on my Instagram how I first started and it was not pretty, you know, <laughs> and, but you kind of just have to put yourself out there and, um, and I think, and I keep referring back to it, but the Instagram community has been so great. Um, I even have a portion of my acknowledgements page dedicated to you guys, you know, where I couldn't have done it without you and um, really putting myself out there and then and then getting back such nice feedback. I think that really encouraged me to keep going. And it wasn't like, oh, this is beautiful. Not that type of feedback, but, you know, like you're you're doing better or, you know, just so encouraging, you know. Um, And I think people would be very surprised that at how positive the community is. Yep. You just have to start and you just yes. have to share. Yes. Well, just thanks so much for joining us. Like we mentioned in the beginning, Diana and I had no clue about writing a book. So um, it was definitely interesting for us. And thank you for being so open. Um, we are going to share all of your information, your contact information in the show notes below, as well as share where you listeners can purchase Jess's book. So if you're looking for information on watercolor and lettering, this is definitely the book for you. So be sure to check out Jess's book. And thanks for listening, guys. Until next time.